This is the Morning Donut Podcast. And welcome back to another episode of the Morning Donut Podcast. Uh, my name is Carlos, and with me as always, my co-host Danny and Juan. What's up? Hey, hey, hey. How's it going, man? We have a, a very special episode today. Guess why? Why, guys? Because I can see you. I don't have to see you through a screen. <laughs> so we're all yeah, actually together. <laughs> like I can reach out and touch you now. Like, no, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> well, we're you're st- kind of far because we are social distancing. We're still social distancing, so do not physically touch me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so- you got a yardstick or something right. that I can use and just <laughs> whack you with it? But yeah, guys, nice to see your faces. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Doing good. How are you? Doing pretty good, man. Like I said, this is, uh, this is nice. So this is uh, episode 12. 12, yes. 12. So 12. episode 12, and this is the first time that we're all recording in the actual same room. So um, hopefully it's uh, better for you as the listener too, right? Because uh, maybe the dynamic is going to be a lot better that we can actually see each other and talk to each other. That's pretty dope. Yep. Um, but just to get into what we're talking about today, aside from us being able to look at our beautiful faces, um, what do we got on the docket here? So we got uh, Disney making some big moves with uh, deciding to put Mulan on digital streaming or premium digital streaming. We'll get into some <laughs> details there. Uh, Apple is not playing well with Xbox and other game streaming services. And uh, we got a sweet new trailer that just came out for a very weird looking show called Raised by Wolves. We'll uh, we'll get into that in a yeah. sec here. Um, so but, well, before you get started, I'd like to thank you for hosting us. Oh, yeah. My, our, my pleasure. My I pleasure. Guess, I guess this is going to be our recording studio. Going yeah. Forward recording studio stuff. is my kitchen. <laughs> so. so you got some good beer on tap. I got know? beer on tap, as we always. Got, we got pizza. <laughs> so we're enjoying ourselves right we're now. Having so a good time. Thank you for the hospitality. Mm. No, my pleasure. Thanks for coming. And um, yeah, man, this is uh, hopefully this is uh, we probably won't do this all the time. Just, you know, uh, uh, permits our, our own personal schedules. But um, hopefully we can do this at least enough where uh, we get some FaceTime and it's a lot more fun this way. Yep, yep. Yeah. So uh, Raised by Wolves, we actually just watched the trailer here like 10 minutes ago. What did you guys think? Uh, looks interesting. Uh, I don't know if you got the synopsis of it. Yeah. So, so the, well, this is just the, 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 the unofficial Wikipedia, but pretty much what the show is about. This is an HBO Max sci-fi horror kind of looking show. Um, it is says that... Raised by Wolves centers around two androids, father and mother. So we got some robot stuff going on here. Uh, tasked with raising human children as a mysterious on a mysterious new planet after Earth was destroyed by a great war. And apparently humans are being humans and they're very difficult to control, just like in real life. <laughs> and so the robots are trying to, I guess, trying to learn how to control human beings. And it, it seems very strange and interesting. I don't know what you think, Danny. I know we literally just watched it. I'll definitely be watching it that weekend. Yeah, it looks it looks interesting. I couldn't tell what, truly what it was about just by watching the trailer, but it yeah, it, right. But again, it to me it gave it, it gave me a very sci-fi horror kind of kind of vibe. And um, being that it's an HBO Max show, uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be like a weekly release kind of deal because oh, yeah. that's yeah. they don't do like an all-in-one. It right? Just, no, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the trailer the trailer was only about what a minute and a half. It was super yeah, it short. Was, it was real quick. There was a lot of scenes, a lot of cut scenes. So they threw a lot at you in the first minute and a half. So it wasn't enough to tell you the plot, but no, kind of. You kind of get an idea. It's like a at first when I first saw it, it looked like a dystopian Earth. Right. But reading the premise and all that, now you, you realize that Earth has been destroyed. Already. Yeah, it's a whole different planet. Yeah, so yeah, it's like a whole different planet. Um, people are being raised by androids and stuff like that. So. 
Yep. And it's kind of interesting to see, is it the androids just controlling themselves or somebody else controlling the, the androids raising the human? So it, it looks very good. Yeah, so the creator is um, Aaron Guzikowski. Sorry, Aaron, if I totally butchered your name. Um, but he, <laughs> uh, he's done some other stuff in the past. Uh, he'd done uh, Contraband, which is the, the Marky Mark movie. Uh, that's actually Did you movie. Just say Marky Mark. Yeah, Marky Mark. Feel it, feel it. Mm. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> so that's the Mark Wahlberg movie where he's a smuggler. That movie's actually not bad considering it's a, a Mark Wahlberg film. It's it's not terrible. He yeah mm. he actually wrote that one. Uh, he also wrote uh, Prisoners, which I believe is yeah that's the uh, the Hugh Jackman movie. I don't know if you guys ever saw that. No, no, really good. They're like looking for like some missing kids and some wild stuff happens. That's a, that's a good one right there. Uh, but that's the actual uh, creator of the show, but it is uh, produced by our buddy Ridley Scott. So yep. again, giving you that yep. horror sci-fi kind of thing, right? He did, you know, Alien, obviously, and even like The Martian, which is not very horror-esque, but still kind of sci-fi. So uh, I'm yeah, excited, man. Yeah, a lot of his movies are always in space on other planets. It's not right. really on Earth. Yeah. And then looking at the uh, the cast, I don't see anybody familiar in the cast. I didn't see anyone that looked familiar in there. I didn't even look at the cast. You, you got some names there, or what do you? What do yeah, you? Amanda Collin, uh, Felix Jameson, Ethan Hazard. Nobody that rings a bell to me. Same, and even just looking at it in the uh, in the trailer, uh, I didn't see anyone that looked familiar. Also, the trailer is like this super fast switching mm-hmm. montage of like scenes. You can't really make a lot out anyway. Yeah, but man, it looks. Does it- does this show how many episodes? Or is it it just shows standard one episode 10 maybe? Right I, don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows, right? Because yeah, I don't see anything here online, on this page. I don't see anything that talks about how many episodes will be. Yeah, the only thing they have posted right now is the first episode. They don't have okay. a total of how many. And what isn't it usually a 10 nowadays? Eight, eight to 10. Usually episodes. it's 10, yeah. but even because yeah, because it could even just be a, a one-off like miniseries kind of thing where like the way HBO did with um, oh. uh, what was yes. that? Jason Bateman with The Outsider. Did you guys see? Did you guys ever I see did. that? I did. That was good. No. Man, that was good. That I, 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 did that go all the way to ten? I think it no, did. Yeah, right? it did. Yeah, it did. yeah it that was, and they, we knew that it was that was a single season kind of thing. It might be the same with this, right? But that show was great. So if it's anything even similar, that's that's going to be fantastic. That yeah. was a great show. That yeah, that was ten episodes. That was yeah, I know it was a long. Yeah, highly recommended. Uh, the Outsider. That's from last year. If you haven't seen it, uh, please check it out. It's really really good. Yep. So this will be on. I HBO. wasn't asking something, but I want to. I don't want to spoil it. I want to see it. About Jason. Oh yeah, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Don't we won't spoil it because yeah, like I was like two episodes in. I'm like, oh, this is going a way different direction. Exactly. So I won't spoil it for anyone, but please watch that show. It's very good. Yeah. So this will be on HBO Max, one of the uh, hundred streaming services that we have. So. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there's also some. We're speaking of streaming services. There's some really weird stuff going on with the streaming services right now. We haven't done a, a review on on Peacock at all. <clears throat> but they're having like Peacock is getting all of the Harry Potter movies from Warner and HBO Max for some reason. I don't know. I'm assuming that's like some kind of pre yeah. pre-established deal they had. Right mm-hmm. now, Peacock has all the Jurassic Park movies, and those yep. are somehow going back to Netflix. There's a lot of weird stuff going on yeah. right now with all the streaming services. Yeah. I haven't had a chance to really research on how that works, but it'd be interesting to understand. Yeah, I have to imagine it's all about the the pre, like, you know, they must have had deals that were already in, on paper beforehand, and now they have to honor them. So it's really strange. Like, like you would think that, Warner, that HBO Max would just have the Harry Potter stuff permanently because it's, it's, a, it's a Warner Brothers property. But apparently, no, all the, all the Harry Potter movies are going to Peacock. And I was like, that's really strange. Well, yeah, I, I had posted an article on, uh, on our Twitter account 
couple about that specifically? About that specifically, yeah. I guess you guys aren't following our maybe own I should, Twitter. Maybe we should Listen, man, it. not only am I following, <laughs> not only am I following, I even have notifications turned on, and I don't do that well, for I don't anybody. Know. I mean, I posted that, but on I didn't Twitter see account. that. I mean, I, I can I can take that from our listeners, and not but not from you guys. Right. By the way, uh, Juan's obsessed with the Twitter. He is. <laughs> individually reviewing every new follower we get to make sure it's not like a bot or something. I'm like, we we, we did get a bot in there and I'm not going to talk about the specifics of the bot, but it was kind of not safe for work. It was a, it was a bikini bot. Yeah. And who cares? Like, well, we're <laughs> a family show. Why are you have, monitoring? You know, what if somebody's followers? child goes and looks at their Twitter feed and they see that you know? we're not their parents. They can do whatever they want. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, this next story is, I don't know how to feel about it because, you know, like it, it involves, I like Apple as a company, but this is, this is just so petty. What are you doing over there? I'm good. Are you knocking stuff over? Oh, oh his phone's going off. Come on, dude. He's the one. So <laughs> before we started recording, Juan's like, make sure your phone's on. Do not disturb. And his phone's going off. It wasn't. There. I was trying to unlock it and uh, it went to Apple, into my wallet. Anyway, Apple is not playing nicely with other companies when it comes to game streaming. So here's an article that's, this one's from CNET, but uh, the headline says, Xbox slams Apple for blocking Microsoft's Project xCloud game service, which is, Project xCloud is their new streaming service that is launching in September, I believe is the date. September 15th is the launch date. And Apple is not allowing this service to be on any of their uh, devices, and this also includes other game streaming services, not just the Xbox one specifically. Yep. But what do you guys think about that? Stadia too, right? I think from Google. Yes, also Stadia. That was the other one that they're yeah, was, was specifically excluding. Stadia and Facebook, I think, uh, submitted an app as well. Um, wow. I don't know. I, I'm. I mean, I've always loved Apple. I've, I'm in in their ecosystem, and a lot of the things they've been doing lately are just making me kind of question them, um, especially like the the app store, but we'll get into that maybe sometime later. But yeah, so apparently Facebook submitted their app and Apple's reply back to them was that they weren't going to approve their app because they want to review each game on their platform, which wow, I don't know how that makes sense. It's just, to me, it's like, okay, do you make Netflix go through them same rules and do you review each of their movies? That's, ex- I mean, that's a really like, good analogy. It's like how, how you're trying to control the content because... I get the argument where you're like saying, okay, I'm not, if I'm Apple, I'm not approving a single app. I'm approving an app that also allows access to a bunch of other Other applications. That part, I get, it makes total sense, but it's BS because this is clearly just because they have a game streaming service that they want you to use and not a different one. But to your point, what you just said, that makes total sense. It's like saying, you know, you, they go to like HBO max that we just talked about, like, oh, we need to review every single show that you put on there. Yeah. You know, and of course, you can make the argument that should you know uh, shows aren't uh, programs; they're not applications. They don't; they can't interact in a way. It's just something that you watch. Yep. But it's it's it seems so petty to me. Like why? Like why? Well, then, yeah, but then that throws Facebook in a crunch because then it's like, okay, do, do we try to submit it again and have them? I mean, it, it's it's going to be a timing thing. Like, who's going to sit there and test every? one of their games exactly. just so they can approve the app. And like you said too, it's yeah, they, they don't want it on their platform. Right. Because they got their own gaming thing. Exactly. But but to me that still doesn't make sense because it's like their game their game library in Apple Arcade is specifically for mobile gaming. That is a totally right. different ball game. And this game. is console stuff. This exactly. is PC stuff. This mm-hmm. is totally different. So I don't know man. I 
I don't like it. I don't like that they're they're not playing nicely with these uh, with these other companies. Um, just because they're, I'm assuming they're just trying to push their own service. Which, again, I get that, but you can have both. I mean, Apple Arcade is a mobile gaming platform, and it's great as that. It really is. I've tried it myself. It, it, it's nice, especially for only five bucks a month. Yeah. Um, but to to just pretty much sandbag anyone else that's doing something similar, this is totally different ball game. Right, this is a game streaming service, so you're not even physically installing any of these games on your devices. You're just it's playing yeah. remotely somewhere else, right? And you're streaming it and record and, and uh, 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 controlling it remotely. That's all it is. Yeah, and that's why I brought up the the Netflix thing to make it you know to you know make bring right. up the, the argument about it. And it's like so X Cloud was. X Cloud is part of the Game Pass too, right? So they would have gotten all the games on Correct. Game Pass and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, it's I don't Apple's Apple's treading very lightly on in, in my opinion with a lot of the things that they've been doing lately. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, same. I I totally agree. I don't think that that's a, that that's a, a fair move. You know, you should be especially for you know you have a platform in iOS that's very popular. There's tons of people like me. Like I use iOS almost exclusively, and I'm already a subscriber to 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 xbox game pass and all of that so now i'm gonna have access to xcloud and i won't even be able to use it anywhere because it'd be nice nice to have it on apple tv right that'd be awesome to have it on apple tv right you just i don't know it's just it's and in the funny thing too is that there are other applications that do the same thing so you can uh there's a a service called uh g it's not geforce now uh, I think it's called GeForce. It's like a streaming thing where you stream from your own PC at home and you can play whatever games are on your computer uh, on a mobile device. And for iOS, they have an app called Moonlight, which I've tested myself and it, and it works pretty great. Mm. And it's only meant for like inside of your own home. So like you're, you can do it remote too, but it doesn't work very well. But you can have the app on your Apple TV you can have a controller paired to it, and then whatever games are physically on your PC in the same home, you can stream them to the, to the Apple TV. So it's almost the same kind of thing, where you're streaming games from somewhere else, and all you're doing is getting the video feed and then controlling it. Yep. So there's already apps like that that exist today, but again, that app doesn't mess with their subscriptions of uh, whatever other service that they're offering. So yeah, like, let my apps go, please. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, like, come on, it's. You know, I don't know. Apple's just, just stop being greedy. Yeah, right. And like, I think like last week, they were literally the most valuable publicly yeah. traded company yeah. on the just planet. Stop being greedy. I mean, I mean, come on, man. It's not, a, it's just an app. It's, it's not going to take away from your business in any way, shape or form. Yeah. And if it does, then you're not making good app games. Yeah. If anything, it would increase it. I mean, you imagine how cool it is to, to play, you know, AAA games on like an iPad or something yeah. like just mobily. That'd be so great. Like, I, I don't, I don't get that. Well, maybe maybe we'll right. have more for that. Mm-hmm. that and you later. think they would be playing nicer because they seem to be playing better with other companies, right? Like with the latest uh, iOS, they announced how they're working with Google and, and um, Amazon to bring all of the smart home stuff together. Whereas like it doesn't have to be a, um, a HomeKit enabled device to, to bring it into your HomeKit library of smart home stuff. Like... It seems like you're trying to play nice with the companies, but you're not when it comes to these specific services. And I, I don't get it. Well, we'll wait till those emails come out. Like the other <laughs> emails that came out not too long ago about how they were pushing on, uh, what was it, Amazon? 
with their prime video and stuff like that. Exactly. Stop being greedy. Yeah. Maybe they'll hear, maybe they'll hear the outcry and, and, and change their tune on that. But as of right now, it seems like they're, uh, they're pretty firm on it. Yep. But what are you going to (laughs) do? Nothing. Right. Just keep paying for it. (laughs) Right. I mean, that's what we're going to do. Speaking of having to pay for things. Uh, what is up with, uh, Disney deciding to just, uh, I wouldn't say dump, but they're moving, uh, Mulan's release to premium video on demand specifically through Disney plus. But, but by you specifically, you have to be a, a subscriber of Disney plus. Correct. Right. Yes. So yeah. if you want to see the movie, you not only have to pay for the movie, you also have to subscribe and pay a monthly subscription. If Correct. you're not a subscriber. Yes. So you're going to have to pay 30 $37. Yeah. If you're right. not a subscriber, mm-hmm. you have to pay $37 to watch Mulan, mm-hmm. which uh, I don't know. And then the minute you, if you only subscribe for one month, so you watch it, the minute you unsubscribe, you lose yes. the movie. So exactly. once, you, once you unsubscribe, you don't own the movie no more. Mm-hmm. And you only own it while you're a subscriber. So, right. So the $30 is probably not to own it, but more just to view it. Like, cause if you're going to the show. Yeah. That's probably right. Which, like I mean, that. and, and, theory it sounds reasonable because if you, if you go to a movie to watch it how much are the tickets yeah but you're also you, you're also you losing the experience of you know, oh yeah yeah you're definitely losing 100 percent. that's the biggest thing there right is is you're losing the the movie experience right sure you you end up paying more right say especially something like mulan right that's a it's a, it's a disney property it's probably something that's geared towards families right what does it cost to go like danny when's the last time you went to, to the movies with your entire family, like your yeah, wife was, and your it kids. Was pretty pricey. What does it cost you? Like tickets, concession, all that stuff. Like what do you normally spend? If you think about it, it's like what, fifteen bucks on a ticket? Or yeah, ten to fifteen, depending on where you're going, right? If you're either somewhere in the city, it's gonna be more. If you're out in the burbs, it might be a little less. Yep. Yeah, I mean, do the math, it's a good sixty bucks. Yeah, and then that's just just to get in the door, right? And then you're obviously still gonna spend money on popcorn and drinks and candy or whatever else, right? And and a lot of the theaters now they have full blown food and a full bar and like it's a whole going out experience going to the movies, which I personally really like. Uh, but you spend a shit ton. You uh, you spend so much money to go out to the movies, even if it's like say it's just myself and Brittany. That's easily an eighty dollar trip, right? So say on the low end, the 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 tickets twelve bucks each, right? So you got twenty four dollars for two people. Uh, you know, we're both gonna get a beer, which beers in a movie theater is gonna run you at least mm-hmm. twelve bucks oh, each. Yeah. Easy. Right, so you're pretty much at fifty dollars just yeah, getting in. One. Yeah, just getting in the door for the ticket and and uh, an adult beverage. You're about fifty bucks in, and then we're gonna get a big ass tub of popcorn and whatever else like Some milk duds. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't know don't why forget Juan, the milk duds. I don't know why Juan loves milk duds. He's a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> milk duds and raisinets. Don't forget those. They gotta go with the popcorn. Come on. All right, we gotta bring this one for Juan next time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So just anyone out there just that doesn't know, I've known Juan for like 25 years, and for some reason he has an affinity for milk duds that I'll never understand. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. I just love him. Danny, man. you've known him just as long. How, why does he like milk duds? I have no idea. Well, yeah, they're just good. <laughs> Chocolate caramel. Come on. It's they on get ha- stuck it's on in your when tea. you go trick just for milk duds. Yeah, I get the little boxes, the little ones, the little snack ones. They got like two or three in them. <laughs> you can't get the caramel out of your teeth. This is terrible. No, no one likes milk. I mean, they taste good, but they're no. Come on with popcorn. The raisin nuts with popcorn is good. okay. Maybe raisin nuts, okay. but that is a good combination. Yeah, it is. It, good re- it really is actually. You get the little sweet and salty going. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Delicious. delicious. Anyway, though, um, I don't know what do you. So as a whole, this seems like it's got a lot of moving parts, right? Number one. My first thought was, why aren't you testing this whole new model that you're trying to do uh, with New Mutants? Because that's something we just talked about. Was that last week or the week before? Yep. 
Yep. We're like, why are you still trying to put new mutants out in the theater in like three weeks from now too? That's not, I don't, I still don't think that's going to happen, but um, here's my theory. And I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys can tell me what you think. New mutants, even if you put it out in the theater, it would probably make a decent amount of money just because it's got hype. Right. But Mulan, I'm going to, I would assume that Mulan would make the majority of its money from the foreign box office from other parts of the world and other parts of the world are actually going to have a theatrical release because they can actually open. Yep. So my assumption is that, okay, well we can, if I'm Disney, I can release this and I can still get the global box office numbers and then the video on demand in the States mm. plus more subscribers to Disney plus. Cause you need it. Like we, like we talked about. Well, I mean, do they really need it? I mean, Disney plus just report or Disney reported that they have what 60 million or 50 million subscribers, right? Which is ahead of schedule, which is ahead of schedule when they way projected ahead. 60 to 90 million by 2024. So, yeah. I mean, they're already well on their way yeah. to, you know, surpass that. But yeah, I mean, that, that theory does make sense. The global box office one you mean? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what made sense to me. It was like, okay, you can still get some global box office, actual theatrical global box office numbers. Yeah. And then you get VOD from the States and you can, you'll probably still release it in theaters maybe next year if you can. And, and like you said, uh, why didn't they do that with New Mutants? New Mutants isn't really... Mulan. New Mutants will not get global box office numbers like yeah. Mulan would. That's that's the difference to me. So maybe that's, yep. this is their test. Yeah. It's like, okay, can we, because, yeah, because you're going to get a ton of money. All the big blockbuster movies, you know, you get a massive chunk of the overall money from the global box office. And you're still going to, you can still get that with uh, Mulan and you know, even like Bill and Ted, you know, which comes mm -hmm. up, which is coming out early, actually. Yeah, well, they moved that one up because that was supposed to come out on the first. And so, yeah, and now they moved it the to the end 28th. to the end of August. So yeah. now, you know, they're you can same thing. You can move that to video on demand, and still get global box office numbers because that might do well, right? Yeah. But that's kind of my theory. I don't I don't really know if that's what they they're really thinking, but I don't know. What what do you, what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I, I can see it. I think my my big gripe with it all this is. The whole, I purchased it for $30. I own it while I'm a subscriber. If I unsubscribe, I don't own it anymore. Mm -hmm. Does that mean, I mean, does that make you want to go back to buying physical media? I don't know. I mean, I think that's a question that you could have asked even a year ago where you're getting a lot of high quality digital stuff, you know, but there are some people that are very much into physical media because it is the best quality. Like physical media is going to give you the better picture, the better sound. Um, but I think for the average person, for the, for most people, they're mm -hmm. going to go with convenience. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think owning digital copies of movies is more appealing to the average person than getting physical copies of something, you know, because mm -hmm. everything is just streamed or downloaded or whatever the case may be. You know, it's a lot easier to, you know, pull up an app, whether it's, you know, it could be Vudu mm -hmm. or it could be, you know, you know, iTunes on the Apple TV or whatever and just hit play. Versus having to physically, you know, get your ass off the couch and take a physical disc and, you know, put it inside of another machine to play it. Like a lot of people, I think, have moved past that. So that's probably a question you could have even asked a year, two years ago. And, and some a lot of people would have said, yeah, I'll take digital over physical any day. Yeah. And the, and the reason I asked is because sometime last year as well, I was looking to upgrade. Well, not upgrade, but convert all my physical media into digital and, and right. while I was researching it. I looked at, like, if I were to buy, say, V for Vendetta mm -hmm. on Apple, I own it, 
as long as Apple has it on their platform. Okay, I get what Once you're saying. Once Apple yep. decides no, we don't want to renew that license or anything, it. I lose it. So, I mean, you know, people buying all these digital copies or whatever, they don't know that down the road they can lose that mm. copy. Right. And have to purchase it, say, on Google Play or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Disney before had that thing where if you purchased a video, you get a code. And, you're, right. and you can redeem it now you have a digital yeah. copy. Mm-hmm. I think I most think Violet was also doing that too, right? Yeah, I think there was I think most DVDs you bought nowadays, like physical Blu-rays or whatever you're you're getting, still came with a digital copy that you can either claim through like you I think you had to choose the service that like you can either claim it through Voodoo right. yep. or you can claim yep. it through iTunes and that way you have it on, you know, whatever platform you prefer. Um but yeah, I mean again to your point, you're you're still losing out because if you yeah. want to f- go buy a physical copy you technically were also still getting digital the digital copy. version, and now mm-hmm. you now it's just one, and you only half own it. Yep, right. It's kind of like a lease; like you're still paying monthly because you need to have the access to Disney Plus, and if you ever disconnect that service, that movie goes with it. Yeah. So I don't know. It's uh, it's, it's interesting. I mean, do the I mean, are there Blu-ray players still around besides like what comes in the PlayStation? I think it's for most people their Blu-ray player is whatever game console they yeah. might have in their house. Right. And now, and now with 4K, because you got the 4K video, Ultra HD. Exactly, right, which you can also get streaming. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, physical media is better. It looks better, mm-hmm. sounds better. Um, but, again, it's not like sh- you, you can stream in high quality, like 4K and all that stuff. And it's going to look good. It's not like it's going to look bad. But, right. you know, it's, again, it's that whole, is it good enough versus the convenience of having it very sim- very quickly just at the right. push it's part, of a button. It's part of your menu. You know, you, you're, you're on the Disney Plus application and you're watching Disney yeah. movies. You don't have to, oh, I want to watch Mulan. Well, let me bring out the, the hard copy. Exactly right, yeah. And, you know, and it's just, I, I don't know. I mean, I think for, for most people, that's, that's going to be their go-to. It's like, yeah, I'll take digital. But this is a very interesting um, uh, pricing model that they're rolling out here. I wonder if anyone else is going to adopt what, it. That's what I was wondering. I think everyone, a lot of people are, a lot of streamers are probably sitting back and mm-hmm. watching to see, okay, how does this play out? Pretty much every studio, like, hmm, because well, you know, everyone's got their own streaming service, right? Something, yeah. something comes out on Universal. Oh, we'll sign up for Peacock, and and you know, here's the the digital copy that you can get. You have to get it through Peacock, right? Yeah. Or any other of the bigger, uh, you know, I don't. Sony doesn't have their own streaming service, but. Say if they did, they can do the same thing. Could they, would they be able to do that through a Netflix? So if they were listening? Maybe. Maybe they can use it through an aggregator. Like, hey, you need, but, but I don't know. If, but then again. But that, that, that's, that, that's not Netflix model. Yeah, Netflix wouldn't do that. I don't think Netflix, that's, that's not definitely not their model. So, Well, here's the thing. It could be if it's a movie that's not coming out in the theater. So they wouldn't do that yep. if it's, okay, this movie was in the theater. Now, we're, now it's on Netflix. We're going to charge. No, like Mulan. It's not, a, it's not in the theater. So right now, Netflix doesn't have any movie that, is straight, I mean, well. Yeah. But is it overseas, though? Is it coming out just strictly in theaters, or are they... Bulan, you mean? Yeah. I, I'm not sure about that, but I know they are going to have theatrical releases yeah. in you know in the global market, yeah. you know, other, other parts of the world that can have movie theaters open safely. Well, like, I know Tenet's going to open up worldwide, but except here. But right. not, there's no talks of them doing something where they... Right, and that kind of had me thinking, too, is like, will, will Warner want to do the same thing? Where, But then again, I think for that... It would be Chris Nolan specifically saying, no, 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 no you're not, not doing that. Theater only. Yeah, because I think he's got a lot of say in what happens with that movie. That's just his agreement. You know, they, his, He's been working with Warner Brothers for a long time. I mean, I haven't done the math on it, but I'm sure he's made Warner Brothers a lot of money oh, yeah. over the past 15 years from all the movies that he's done, right? Yeah. So 
they're going to listen to him. They're going to do whatever he wants. And I think for that specifically, it, Chris Nolan's going to say, no, this is a theater only. I don't want anybody watching this on their phone or on their iPad or any of that. Like, you know, like I can probably get a hold of Chris Nolan if he would take my phone call and say, hey, man, listen, man, I got a sweet home setup. We just, just, you, you got we his number? Have, we do have the Twitter. Okay. We yeah. You, th- you think he's, tweet you, him. you think he's, uh, <laughs> he's going to be a, a new follower? He might. He might. <laughs> okay. Maybe if we change our name to like Tenet. Sure. Right, yeah. yeah. He'll be contacting us for other reasons. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> we get contacted by a lawyer instead. <laughs> yeah, he, he did it for that bike company. Come right. on. <laughs> that was a funny story, by the way. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like, not everyone has a, a good home theater setup. And I, I get that, too. Like, I'm a, you know, I'm a bit of, a, of an enthusiast when it comes to home theater. So, yeah, I have a pretty sweet. I can watch any movie here and, and thoroughly enjoy it. I have a very good, you know, I have a nice TV. I have a very good sound system. Not everyone has that. Some people just watch stuff with their speakers that are built into their TV and it sounds like garbage. Yeah. So I get it, right? You're not getting the same experience across the board. And that's where someone like Chris Nolan will say, no, I want you to see this in the theater because that's what it's intended. Um, but yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, not, of course, 70 millimeter. Yeah. Come on. It's there's the, nothing like it. There's nothing yeah, like it. You can't. I mean, you like, you know, you do have a beautiful setup. You're not maybe, hey, you should run out the place for Mulan. <laughs> you know <laughs> it's too small in here to have people in here safely i can't yeah, i think that's true, that's i think true. three is maybe four is the max that i would safely allow inside of my house yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, so you you brought up universal so i just read an article that universal has a deal with amc have you heard about that very just in passing but i don't know any details what what so, is what is what's so it about under, under the agreement the all of universal's movies will play in amc theaters and then they'll be on media after 17 days. Now, AMC is going to get a 20% cut of those streaming media oh, costs. But wait, how though? Like why would AMC still get a cut of anything? Well, I don't get it. I guess because it's only going to be in the theater for 17 days. So they, I guess they feel that they're getting shorthanded by it only being in theaters for 17 days, going straight digital. They're not going to make any of that revenue. Whereas normally the exclusive to be in theaters is what I want to say sixty or ninety days. I don't know nah, what. The- yeah, typical. Like, it's not like it was way back when, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's thirty to sixty days. I would say. Right, because I know there is like a there's like an actual number of days that it's required to be in the theater before it can go somewhere else. Um, so now that's essentially that's just being shortened. We're like, hey, you know, whatever, whichever one of our theaters is open. You know, you can give us that movie, but after 17 days, you as the studio have the right to take that movie and put it on digital. Yep. And of course, I'm, I'm assuming they can still run it in the theater if they want to. And then that gives the, the consumer at home the choice to rent it on demand or buy it on demand. Um, or if you can in your area, go see it in the theater. Yeah. And another thing about AMC is that they're going to pass on their uh, coronavirus cleaning expenses to the consumer. Okay. Great. <laughs> Sign me up for that. What, what does that even mean? So this $30 for Mulan, I was just thinking about this. Is this, is this going to be, is this up to a certain point? So once it's considered no longer in the theaters mm-hmm. and now being released to streaming or to DVD or I'm sorry, to, to hard copy, will they take off the $30 now becomes part of your subscription? And this $30 is just in while it's in, while it's supposed to be, while it's slated yeah. to be in theaters. I'm talking about like after that 30, 60 day Right, mark, whatever yeah. that is. So yeah, that, that's probably know. what, I mean, because I can't imagine they're going to continue charging $30 and now it's released on, on hard copy and someone can say, well, I'll just buy the, I mean, 
I don't know, man. That, that that's a hard one too, because like even if you look at something like um like like um Rise of Skywalker, like I bought that on on streaming, and then it came out on Disney Plus like three weeks later. I'm like, well, thanks. <laughs> like I just spent twenty five dollars on this, you know. And don't get me wrong, it's fine. I don't, I don't mind it, but it's like if I had known that they were going to release it on Disney Plus that quick, I wouldn't have bought it, right? So, <laughs> so like I don't know. Like I think like them charging out the gate. Like here, it's thirty bucks, and you only keep it if if you're as long as you're subscribed. You know, to your point, after a certain time, do they say, "Hey, maybe listen, here's a digital code because you bought it from us. Now feel free to own it through like iTunes or something or whatever other uh, service that where you can actually buy digital copies from like Fandango now." I should get, or I should get a code right away. Yeah, but again, if they're treating mm. it, they want it, they want you to stay on the description. Yeah, if but if yeah, they're but if they're I mean, treating the yeah. initial. Uh, release of it as kind of like a theatrical thing because yeah. you can't if you you spend 12 bucks for a movie ticket you don't own that movie when you leave it's the same thing so maybe it's like that it's like hey you already gave us 30 bucks you know two months ago the movie is now yours to keep maybe i i, I to, in my opinion no they won't do that but that could be an option too yeah but why the 30 i'm wondering where did that number come from or i mean is i don't know to be honest that's a lot i mean it's it a is, lot but it's not but i'm saying mm-hmm. cons- I don't know. Well, maybe, maybe they're figuring that if a family watches it like you, there's four members in your family. Right, so it's probably the It's probably average. breaking it down especially by what it costs in the movies. Especially because it's Disney. Disney is already aimed at families. Yeah. Uh, an entire one household is only going to have one Disney Plus account. So everyone in that household can enjoy that movie. So that part, yeah, that part makes sense. I mean, it's, it's Disney Plus. It's aimed towards families. Um, but I said this before uh, where I can see big budget movies, Hollywood blockbuster movies coming out on premium video on demand. So say like for, say for example, this happened last year, right? And mm-hmm. we couldn't go see Endgame or something like that. Oh, which by the, my mind. That would have been terrible, number one. <laughs> but if Disney says, say back then, say this happened last year and they had the same, you know, dilemma with, uh, with Endgame, th- that would have been a number one, a, a huge pickle, right? Yep. You've got the, a, a franchise you've been building for over, over a decade and now you can't release your movie. Mm-hmm. But they could have rolled that out on premium video on demand and told people it's going to cost you 60 bucks to rent this movie. Guarantee every people would have done it because if you think about it, if you go to the movies with four people, you know, at 15 bucks a pop, that's what you're going to spend anyway. Yeah. yeah. So I, so to be honest, I was like, okay, well yeah, 30 bucks. It is a lot for a single person to rent this movie, but that's not what it's for. It's for families and for families, 30 bucks to go see a movie is a steal. It is. It really, oh, yeah. it really is. Plus, you're in the convenience of your own home. You save money by making your own popcorn or whatever. You know, Danny's going to make some Can't margaritas. Make your own milk and you, duds. You, well, go get your milk duds. You go, yeah. you go to Walgreens. There you go. go to Walgreens or yeah, Dollar you go, you go Dollar to see, General. Yeah, you go to Dollar General. You, you go, go to dollar, whatever. Yeah. Go get your own milk duds. Yeah, Danny's like, making old fashions. Oh, awesome, <laughs> There you go. <laughs> it's That's a great movie experience right there, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so at this, it's like if when I look at it on paper, it's like, oh, that's a lot for a rental. But at the same time, it's not, and you kind of own it. So, like, I'm really on either side of yes, this makes sense. No, this doesn't make sense. I don't. I don't really know. Do you Do you think they take an account though? Like, we don't do this, but say you have your Disney Plus account, you purchase Mulan, you watch it, whatever, and they say, "Hey, Carlos, can I use your login?" Yeah, and I watch it. So, I mean, they're. Do you think they take into account that lost revenue as well? And that's yeah. why they price it that way. They definitely do because that's why they only give you a set amount of streams to begin with. So yeah, like right. Disney Plus, I think their streams are three or four streams at the most. Mm-hmm. So 
they're fine with that. They know that you can stream from multiple places. You know, even the cheapest version of Netflix, which is the $11 one, I think it costs these days. Yeah. I'm not even sure. It's $12.99, I believe. Yeah, that one is only for two streams. They know that you can stream that from two places. Um, like I pay for the, the higher Netflix because it gives you the 4K and that one gives you four streams. So again, I'm sure they know that they wouldn't give you four streams if they didn't think that you were going to share it amongst a household. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I think they totally account for that. But do you think they price that into that? That's sure. price. I would say so. Yeah. Well. Back to the whole Disney plus being geared towards families. Yeah. They're, yeah. you know, you might want to, maybe you have a moody teenager that wants to watch it in the room by themselves. Fine. Go ahead and do that. You know, but so yeah, I think, I think they do account for that. And they probably already know based on analytics, how many of their subscribers would actually purchase this based on what their viewing habits. If you're a person just watching Star Wars and what is that, National Geographic's, mm -hmm. you're probably not going to rent this, maybe. Yeah. But people that are constantly watching Disney movies, Disney movies. Okay, oh, yeah. They know how many people are watching Disney movies. They know, so they know who has kids, who doesn't. They're looking at your, so your stream know, history. Yep. Yeah. So they're like, okay, out of all our, our base, this percent are most likely going to purchase this. This is the you know, time start, you know, that's, and, and it's a large base because yeah. Mulan was animated at first. So you got right. that generation that wants to see the live action. Right? Exactly. And, and then you got the younger generation that, you know, their parents told me, well, this was a good movie. They watched the animated probably mm -hmm. at some point on VHS, probably they want to see it. So yeah, it, it, that, that's probably why they're testing it with this. Right. And think about how many kids have seen the animated Mulan for the first time during this lockdown. Yeah. Because they're, you know, they've been their fam, their parents signed up for Disney plus, and their, you know, you know, parents love to kind of show their kids what they were into at their age. Like, hey, check out this movie. Yeah. I loved this movie when yeah. I was a kid. So there's probably a lot of kids now that have recently seen the animated Mulan for the first time ever. And now, you know, those those kids are going to like, I want to see the live action one, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's so yeah. I think that, and I think they're going to do. I th and it seems pretty good though. If you if you watch the trailer, oh yeah, I've yeah, seen all the trailers they released. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was excited from it from day one. I'm like, that looks awesome. It doesn't it does. even look like a lot of the my my whole gripe with all of the Disney uh, remakes where I felt like they're they're just cash grabs. It's literally the same movie yeah. with real people, nothing different about it. It's a musical. You know, let's grab an actor that you already know. We're going to throw them in this role. It's live action, and that's it. But the Mulan one seems like it has a more serious tone. Yes. You know, like it's, it's, right. a, it's not, it doesn't seem like it's a Disney princess movie. Like, you know, your Beauty and the Beast or anything like that. It seems like it's a very serious, you know, kind of movie. And that made me more excited to see it. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I want, I would like to see that story in live action. So, so I think the, it's a little bit different from that aspect. So does that mean we get to come see it at your house? Maybe. I mean, you got to pitch in. I mean, it's, I'm spending 30 hey. bucks. I mean, <laughs> I'll, bring, I'll bring the milk, does, and raisin nuts. Okay. <laughs> you, you get the popcorn, I'll bring milk, does, raisin yeah. nuts. No, I will, I'll, I'll have a Mulan, I'll have a Mulan uh, watch party, and then we can do an nice. official review of it. Nice. <laughs> we'll have the theater effect. Yeah. We got well, the yes. Oh, we got the reclining chairs. Yeah, we got yeah. the reclining chairs in here. I got, I got the very boomy system. It's good stuff. It's good stuff in here. That's why I say you should run it out. I mean, you got like a, what is it, 7.1? 7 uh, seven point two point two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't forget the Atmos effects, buddy. Sorry. Look, Sorry. look above. Speakers on the ceiling. I hope they fall on my head and I. Yeah, okay. See. <laughs> You're not suing me. I'm not AMC. <laughs> You're not getting anything. <laughs> Wait, are you gonna are you gonna pass on the uh, the, the coronavirus? He'll give, you milk duds. He'll give you milk duds. Yeah, I'll give you a pack of milk duds. <laughs> Set out of court for some milk duds. <laughs> Go back to that thing you said about the. 
AMC passing the cleaning to the to the to the P. What the hell does that even mean? Like, I, I don't know. It, it just says that they're gonna pass it on to the consumers. Like well, Airbnb. No, that, that, that already happens. I went to a couple of restaurants already in the city. And oh, really? Yeah. Okay. There's a, there's, a, there's a. It's called a COVID surcharge. Four percent on your Get bill. Get out of here. Yeah. I thought it was a, I thought it was a city tax, so mm-hmm. I, I, I questioned it. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I was just asking. I was curious. I never seen it. Right, like, right. Oh no, no, that's not. They're like, that's not the city. Uh, some restaurants are charging a COVID surcharge yeah. because of the extra overhead to keep it clean, uh, extra cleaning services. I'm like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not Which, bad. by the way, yeah. I would totally. At least, at, at least I know I'm coming to a restaurant that's. 100 you know, I, I agree with that I, I wouldn't even i again like you i would probably ask the question like what's this about just out of curiosity but yeah charge me 10 percent, bro i mean you need help here i, I get right, that exactly you know? yeah i'm more and than I'm, happy to help i'm like, eating here so i'm, I'm glad you're doing yeah this. right i'm glad that you care enough that you have to spend extra money out of your pocket as a business to keep this place clean so that i'm safe yeah and I'm, i will tell you you can tell you could tell they are they are using it so that's that's nice. i mean it's you I could, like that. It's but very it, clean. It's kind of funny though that you thought it was a city tax. Us living in Chicago, being you know, <laughs> everything is a tax city over here. Everything's right? a city tax over here. <laughs> Why? Well, I, I mean, you see it on your bill, right? Yeah, I know. I, it's a you yeah. know, COVID surcharge, four yeah. percent. I'm like, I'm like, what? Now it's a city tax. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what's but no. going on here? So according to this article, it says that it's going to be in the form of increased food and beverage prices. Okay, okay, because that's where they make their money anyway is yeah. through the concession. So, yeah. so I guess in theory, you can bypass that altogether by just sneaking in your own snacks oh, yeah. yeah which by the way there is no rule that you can't bring in outside food because it doesn't actually say anywhere that outside food isn't allowed well Correct. carlos, carlos so. he'll be checking you because he's gonna he's gonna charge you for those milk duds <laughs> oh yeah if you come in here best believe i got the popcorn machines right behind you actually i don't know if you can see it there but I don't, I don't you can't see, bring your own stuff i don't see a little candy shelf though with milk i'll have i'll have a candy shop set up and you're gonna charge how much five bucks i'm, I'm gonna charge a whole bunch <laughs> stuff that i got from dollar tree wow charging you six bucks wow okay and that's good that's like good that to include now. the covid fee because i i've sanitized the whole place and that's costing see, me I money see how it is i see how it is okay <laughs> absolutely thanks danny that's a good idea <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm gonna frisk you. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna be like, what? Hey, empty your pockets. Show. Don't be coming in with beer bottles in your sleeve. <laughs> yeah. this, is a, this is a family show, right? No talking about frisking. Remember back in the day when theaters were just a single level and there weren't, it wasn't yes. like stadium no seating, stadium, yes. and you accidentally rolled your bottle that you <laughs> brought it, down. and you hear it go <laughs> like just rolling down from the back to the front, like, yeah. oh, there's someone's bottle. <laughs> And everybody in the theater laughs. Absolutely. They know they, what's going on. And they're like, they all check on, oh, crap, was that mine? Yeah, right. Your bottle of Boone's Farm rolling down the, the, down the little aisleway of the movie theater. <laughs> Those are the best times. See, why can't we go back to the movies and do that? I mean, you don't want to catch COVID. Yeah, yeah right, because you don't want to get COVID, exactly. If <laughs> <laughs> you want to risk it, <laughs> sneaking in your own beer, which, by the way, I've done. I've taken, I have this little, um, this little portable cooler thing where you can put like cans and stuff in it. It's called a, uh, what the hell is it called? It's like, it's called a beer pod. And it's like this little zipper thing with uh, built-in uh, freezers that you like little packs that you put in the freezer. Mm-hmm. You put it inside and then you put like cans or bottles of beer and then you zip it up and just take it with you. And we've taken those to the movies plenty of times. So, <laughs> hey man, hey, times are tough out here. It is, exactly. <laughs> So I'm going to bring expensive. my own stuff when I come see Mulan. Okay. <laughs> no, obviously you can bring whatever you want when you come see Mulan. Just bring some for me. That's that's the tax. Yep. Okay. 
is you bring these snacks and I provide the well, view, if, the viewing experience. If you don't like milk duds, I'm sorry. You ain't, you ain't I like milk duds. They're just not okay. my top choice. Like I'd rather take some Reese's Pieces or M&Ms right. or something. I got you on the Reese's Pieces. All right, good. I'll Thank bring you. you some gin next time. You, you got some gin or not? I don't have any gin. All so right, what I'll do I, I, over there I only got, what I have some tequila over there. I have a couple different kinds of whiskey. Um, that's really about it. I've got, I think I got a couple bottles of vodka back there. But um, yeah, my bar is very, uh, very light. I got some some wine bottles there as well. So, so does that mean after this, we're recording the uh, after hour session of right? The yeah, donut podcast? that's going to be on video actually too. It's going to be <laughs> a lot of fun. Just kidding, it's not. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you guys can see it, but do you see my little uh, bootleg Chinese baby Yoda over there? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yoda. Yeah. So I bought that off uh, off of some Facebook ad. I thought it was a scam. Mm -hmm. Well, it wasn't. It showed up eventually. Eventually. And <laughs> he does not look like baby Yoda. Look at that thing. He looks. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. He is not official. <laughs> I don't know who made this thing, but it's terrible. <laughs> I'm going to post that. We're going to post that yeah, on the we'll, social media. We'll post that on social media. I want everyone to see this bootleg baby Yoda that I have. <laughs> he looks awful. <laughs> anyway, unbelievable. Come on, Disney. What are you doing? Well, maybe we'll get well, new mutants, how it is. you know? Because it's not going to, like you said, it's not going to come out in theaters. They got to just release it on right. digital. Just, just do it already. But... You know, like we just discussed, maybe Mulan's the test. Let's see, test the waters, see how it goes. Then right, we'll, you know. and you probably have people that are like, I will pay it to see it. Because to your to, to your example of Endgame, what if this, like you said, this happened last year or mm -hmm. Endgame, and you your only option was no Endgame or pay thirty bucks to watch. You could it. told me it was a hundred dollars. I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, sign me up. It. I'm gonna bring four people in here. We're gonna split it four ways, and I'm watching it here. I don't yeah, care. Right. That's what I'm saying. So that's like, <laughs> yeah. So that's why some, so to some people it's like, oh, that's a, you know thirty dollars for this movie. But to right. some like, I'll pay it because it's there's probably there was anticipated a lot of families were probably oh, wanting yeah. to see it a lot of kids were like oh my god i want to see it what do you mean you can't show what do you mean you can't see it exactly and know. kids don't understand they just want to see it right well you do that with tenant yes i would I, I don't know if i would pay that much um but like if they came out and said hey i'll you know it's 50 bucks to rent it at home i would i would do it i, I would probably organize it like hey i'm gonna rent this movie like i'm a, a, i'm gonna invite some people match. over like right a, yeah just like like paying pay-per-view for a fight yeah. which i've done I've, I've paid for a 65 dollar fight and it's just you and i watching it <laughs> so yeah i mean yeah of course i i would do that so um yeah I, I think that for something like that if they if they said this is the only option um i would take it i, I would i would pay. i mean when even with the mulan one when they announced it i'm like oh 30 bucks yeah i'll do it that's that's less than what i would go out to the movies anyway just me and Brittany. i mean yeah. i'm down you know we just also invite a couple of our other friends and Four of us will watch it for thirty bucks. I'm I'm down for that. At least you know you're, you're spending money on a two hour movie or an hour and a half versus yeah. a boxing match, right? So you, that 30, might 30 end 30 in thirty seconds, <laughs> right? You don't yeah. even know. So, so I wonder, I wonder what yeah. that like. So if the, if this trend continues, like how does that landscape look? That was New I was just about Friday's. to ask. Do you think they're going to do this also with Black Widow now? This, this like you said, this is probably a test. Yeah, because what's next for Disney? But uh, we have this. We have Black Widow. Um, I mean, obviously, whatever's coming out in 20, that was already scheduled for 2021. Yeah. Um, but then you look at even like Wonder Woman, right? Will Warner do the same thing for Wonder Woman? They already have HBO Max, right? Yeah. You're paying for HBO Max to do the same thing. Hey, we're going to roll this out. It's going to be 20, 30 bucks. You can watch Wonder Woman only through HBO Max. Yeah. And then also, too, is like, do they come out every week? Because are they going to go head to head? Yeah. Like, is Black Widow going to come out the same day as Wonder Woman? Right, exactly. So they spread amongst... That kind of makes me think of why they did Bill and Ted that way. Cause mm -hmm. pushed, I mean, it was only three days, but they did move it three days to sure. Friday. Because then that was after they announced Mulan. 
So yeah, that could that could have that could play a factor too. I'm not really sure, but um, yeah, I think they might do this for other movies. I mean, again, this is going to be the test, right? They're going to want to see some numbers and you know how many uh, subscribers do they gain by doing this, and of course the actual um, the actual numbers of um, of downloads, right? The actual number of rentals. That, yep. That's what it's all going to come down to. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe we'll have something to post on the Twitter and you guys will actually read it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe if you post quality content, man, we might need oh. a new, You know what, Danny? We might need a new social media manager because this guy over here, holy moly. Wow. He's not. <laughs> take a picture of Yoda. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm giving him the content. Like, here, take a picture of this weird Yoda that I got scammed on. <laughs> I spent like 20 bucks on this thing. It looks terrible. <laughs> Jeez. You also got to post a link where you bought it in case anybody. Yeah, I'll see if I can even find that link. What? Somebody's gonna want to buy it. Come on. (laughs) Anyway, but I'm I'm definitely excited to see what they do in the future with, you know, not only Disney with Black Widow, but you know who else? What about Warner and everyone else with Wonder Woman coming out later this year? Are they gonna do the same thing? You know, maybe do a global box office release because they can, and then give us the video on demand here. Right. Yeah. Obviously, we already said we're not going to get that with Tenant. They're very, they're going to be very adamant about only you seeing that in theaters. Yep. Um, but we'll we'll see. Yeah, and a lot of movies have restarted production. I don't know if they've restarted production in the states, but I know a lot of movies overseas that we're filming mm-hmm. have restarted. So at least we know there's going to be more stuff coming down the pipeline. Right. I know. I know. There's a lot of um, big, bo- uh, big uh, budget movies uh, starting filming in New Zealand right now. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of parts of the world that. Uh, well, number one, New Zealand is also a, a country where you can more easily kind of spread out, but the country yeah. as a whole um, has been pretty safe in terms of COVID. So, uh, yeah, I mean... Is Tenet releasing in Canada? Not that we can go. They won't let us in. But Yeah, they're definitely not going to let us in. Like, where are you from? Nope. You better nope. go back, sir. <laughs> but we're from Illinois. It's okay there. Nope. Get out of here. <laughs> they don't care. September 30th shows here. Or is that an old date? In September 3rd in Canada. For Tenet. That's a September 3rd date for global. For global release, yeah. Yeah, Canada's Canada's part of it. Well, there you go. Well, if we can smuggle us into Canada, maybe, right? (laughs) We could VPN or, you know, somebody could stream it for us. But I wouldn't even... I wouldn't even... Experience you want. And I wouldn't wouldn't even take it, even if someone offered, like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not watching it. It's worse than... Yeah, I'm not watching it on Bootleg. No. No, thank you. No. You want that ex- the IMAX experience. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At the very least, a high-quality home experience. I'm not watching it on bootleg. No thanks. Crazy. But yeah, so that's it on uh, on the whole Disney's uh, new price thing. We'll see what happens. Um, any final thoughts? No, I mean, no, hopefully, we'll see. I mean, hopefully, hopefully it's, uh, you know, things to come. You know, I mean, there's a lot of movies on the, on the docket that we want to see, and hopefully we get to see them in some shape or form, you know, whether it be in theaters or streaming. Do you think that? Do you think once theaters come back, they'll still offer this as an option? Great question. Yeah, great question. I think the movie theaters would have more to say about that than anyone else, because if you're saying, yeah, well, you know, hey, you know, we're going to give our all of our customers the option to watch it from home, then you know your AMC's of the world will be like, well, hold on, that's not, yeah. that's not okay, right? Because we need physical people coming in here. That's our entire business model, yep. you know. And if, I've mentioned this before True. too, but. Think about the overhead that a movie theater has. I mean, they, they're in big buildings. They can't be cheap. The they land they're on, whatever, you know, it's got to be a lot of money. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. At least for sure, it wouldn't happen in the same weekend. I mean, no. It, you would, yeah. 
there'd probably be a delay if yeah well like you were saying with the with universal right where it's you know the the minimum is now down to 17 days i can see that being a thing um but yeah i i don't know i mean i think a lot of people would take the at-home experience if you let them honestly yeah i think a lot of people would do it so so this will be a big test not just for disney but i think for the entire movie industry yep. so it'll be uh, it'll be really interesting okay well we'll definitely uh review this once we oh yeah once we get to come see it, right? Yeah. Juan, can, Juan, you can yeah, no, about, legit. You guys can come see it here. You can give us a review on the Milk Duds. Yeah. Oh, the, the Milk Duds are tasty. That's going to be his yeah. review. Milk Duds, tasty. 10 out of 10 would recommend. <laughs> Maybe we get, see if we can get a sponsorship with Milk Okay. For, who owns Milk? Is that Nestle? Nestle? I don't know. I don't I don't know if we're ready for corporate money just yet. They're going to try to control us. So now it's going to be Morning yeah, we Donut don't want Podcast. having nightmares in the middle of the night of selling out. Right? Yeah, exactly. It's going to be Morning Donut Podcast brought to you by Nestle. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't sound as good. <laughs> Sellouts. Uh, what was the other thing that I was going to bring? Samsung. No? You don't want to talk about Samsung? I don't care about Samsung. Okay. It's a pretty phone. Which phone, though? The Note. The, the, the new... The, the, the Note 20? The Note 20. Yeah. The Note 20 well, I wanted Ultra. to talk about the Pixel 4a. Oh, okay. What about it? I mean, just that it's, you know, a nice little competitor to the... It's okay. It's SE. You know, oh, well, I, the only, I think for me, the only thing that it does better than the iPhone SE is the camera. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, because that's performance the and or also the, 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 the looks of it, it does look like a modern phone, whereas the iPhone SE is, you know, it's an, it's a, it's the body of an iPhone eight. So it's years old at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a, uh, for 350 bucks. I'd say that's a, a pretty good phone with an amazing camera. Um, that's not bad. Yeah. So I was but thinking about getting it for my burner phone. There you go. Apparently, Juan <laughs> needs a burner phone. He's going to get the Pixel 4a. <laughs> so you're not going to get the 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 Note 20 Ultra as your burner phone? Oh, $1,400? No, no way. Why not? It's too expensive for a burner phone. Come on. You're a baller, man. Oh. That's what I heard. Mm-mm. That's what I heard. Taxman comes and gets me every year. <laughs> but... No, I will say that that is a a very pretty phone, um, aesthetically. Uh, Samsung phones are always very pretty. They um they make good hardware. That's what they are. I mean, Samsung is a, yeah. a, a hardware company. They make things. They're a manufacturing company. Um, they just they don't make, in my opinion, they don't do software very well, which is why like their customization of Android I've never really liked. But they always have really nice phones. Like so aesthetically, do they still have the. Uh what was it? The overlay on Android was it Wiz Smart Wiz? Or yeah, whatever? it's not called. It used to be called Touch Wiz. Touch Wiz. Uh, I forgot what the the new one's called. Also, oh, they it's, do still have one. Oh yeah, for okay. sure. They still have their own custom um, overlay over, but it's not Touch Wiz like back in the day. That was terrible. Yeah, yeah. But that's your cell phone news for the for this episode. Yeah, we're not biased to iPhone or anything or yeah. Apple. So <laughs> Samsung gets a little two minute. Yeah, Samsung has a new phone. <laughs> it is very nice. It is. It is crazy expensive. It is so expensive. Yeah, but. Very nice phone. Very, very pretty. I like that copper color that they released in it. It's nice. Yeah. So speaking of phones, I mean, how's, are you still on the beta for iOS? How's I am. Going? So one thing that, that is kind of cool with the beta on iOS 14 is if you've been on an iPhone for a while, you know that you can never play YouTube in 4K because there's always been like this back and forth between Apple and Google and like they use different codecs and, you know, one doesn't want to you know, work with the other for, to deliver. Play nice, that's all. They don't want to play nice. Yeah. But you can actually play YouTube in 4K now with YouTube in iOS 14, which is super cool. Okay. So again, I know we just talked about how Apple's not playing nice to other companies, but this is something cool that where they're working with Google now where that codec, it actually works and you can actually watch 4K content. 
um, which is nice for like iPads. Obviously, on your phone, it doesn't really matter. It's yeah. a small screen. But I pulled up some 4K videos on, on the iPad, and it looks awesome. So that's, that's, that's very nice. What about the Apple TV? Did you try the beta on that one? You know Is what? I tr- yeah, I do have it on there. And I loaded up the YouTube app, but it didn't say that it was in 4K. It looked like it was still in HD. So I don't really know. Maybe it's not on tvOS. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got an update a few days ago, so I'll test it again. Uh, but for right now, it seems like it's only on, on iOS, like the actual mobile mobile devices, phones, and iPads. So. Okay. More to come on that. Nothing else in the beta you've noticed. Nothing new. Nope. I mean, it's 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 getting uh, more and more stable. It's running really smooth. So right. you know, again, most most of the time betas are really buggy. They're a little sluggish, but yeah. um, it's been working. The last one, which is beta four right now, um, has been working really really well. So pretty good. All good so far. You know, I mean, obviously September is probably when we'll see a real release. So not yeah, too far from next I think month. September is typical release, but I been hearing a lot that the phones are going to be delayed to October. So I wonder if that's going to push out the release of iOS. Maybe, but typically the software still comes out before the phone releases. So we might still see it in September, but you know, yeah. you never know. It might still get pushed back. We'll see. But yeah. But yeah. Anything else guys? No, I think we're good. No, I mean, just thank you again. You know, I guess, like I said, this will be our recording studio when we're all together. Yeah. You know, we'll have drinks, food, yep. maybe some donuts, you know, yeah, we're gonna start reviewing donuts going forward. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start uh, reviewing little small donut shops around. We're not gonna do Dunkin' or Krispy Kreme or anything like that. We're gonna hit up all the uh, mom and pop shops, get their yeah. donuts, test them out. You know, give them a taste test, give them a review. You know. Yep, and let us yeah. know too, either you know on you know on Twitter or on Instagram or whatever, uh, if you have a favorite donut shop in whatever city you live in. You know, let us know. And again, like Juan said, not a chain one. I don't want to hear that. Oh, it's Krispy Kremes. No, I don't want to hear any of that. And Krispy Kremes are good. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I like, you know, nothing beats a, a gourmet boutique, you know, donut shop, yep. right? I know one of my favorites, you know, if, if anyone that's listening, you're in Chicago. Um, Fire Cakes is probably one of my favorite donut shops uh, ever. They're, you know, it's a tiny, it's in River North, tiny little place. You can only fit like three people in there pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> probably now you can only go in one at a time. Super small, but man, they just got some, just some of the best donuts I ever had there. And I don't you know, we, I know your favorite is Munster Donuts, which is yep. over here in Northwest Indiana. And their stuff is also very, very tasty. But which I hit up this, this past week. Yeah. Cause they were closed for a while, right? Yeah. They were closed. They're doing a uh, curbside pickup, which, which was kind of interesting. How do you yeah. order then? You call in so or you call it in and you, add, you know, well, you pretty much call in, say what you want. And they'll tell you if they have it. I mean, Sweet. you're probably a better chance at getting the good stuff early in the morning. Then I'm going to do that because I, I haven't had Munster Donuts probably since like March because that's mm-hmm. the last time, you know, when they were still open. Yeah. Uh, that place is delicious. I like it a lot. Yeah. And but. I posted it on uh, on my social media and I got a lot of why I wasn't I sharing. And I'm like, <laughs> you know how long it's been since I have these donuts? I'm not right. sharing. But let us know. Danny, do you have any favorite donut shops that are not a chain? No, just Munster. I haven't. Just, oh, really? You've, yeah. You had Munster too then? Well, anyone out there, let us know who, what your favorite donut shop is. Uh, like I said, hit us up on social media. Um, we'll have, uh, everything, uh, of relevance linked in the show notes. Of course, we'll have some articles linked. Of course, the timestamps are always there. Obviously, if you're already at the end, you don't need me telling you there's timestamps, but, um, <laughs> there's always timestamps. Um, and of course, uh, links to the social medias. So if, uh, you want to hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, uh, come and see us and don't forget to leave those reviews. Remember stars, preferably five. I know you're not supposed to coach your audience on what to give you. But we we would like five, just yeah. so you know. Okay, and, and I don't make people fall asleep, all right? Yeah, someone yeah someone someone had said um, that Juan makes them fall asleep. 
So. Maybe my voice is like very tranquil and maybe yeah. So look, I don't know. No, no driving and listening to my voice, please. <laughs> Apparently, it's so soothing that you go straight to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> But that's it for this week, guys. Thanks for uh, tuning in, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening, human.